Narcissist, Carmi, and Cassandra, and we are Too Good to Be True. Um, we are going to be going over different types of financial scams. Um, we are going to be talking about relevant cases uh, involving financial crimes, uh, kind of like the Tinder swindler. Also, maybe Anna Delvey. We're not quite sure. We're going to try and do a mix of personal stories and cases and um, different scams, how to avoid them, what to look for, red flags, how to report them. So before we start, we'll just do a brief intro. So Cassandra and I have been friends for going on 20 years now. We have worked at three different places together. And... (laughs) I jokingly say that I'm her, you know, job stalker. Keep following her to all her jobs. Yeah, if I move to another state and get a new job, Cassandra's going to show up. going to show up one day. <laughs> yeah, you're ready to work. So uh, I've been in banking for about five years now. When I moved to Pennsylvania, I started at a bank as a teller. I was only doing part-time. I eventually moved up to full-time. Then I took a promotion to CSR. Uh, and then after that, I moved on to another bank entirely, and I now work in loan ops. And Cassandra? And I am just a full-time teller, started as a part-time teller. I'm just working on the line, you know, with the customers, doing the day-to-day things. The fun stuff. A lot of our stories might come from her because I no longer actually have to work with customers, which is fantastic, here. by the way. Yeah. Like, nothing against customers. It's just really nice not have, having to deal with some of the stuff that comes with it. So a couple quick things, things we won't be doing. Um, we're not going to be going too much into our personal details because we want to maintain our privacy. We also want to keep our jobs safe. So we're not going to be doing anything like insider tips. We're not going to be telling you anything we're not supposed to be telling you. Uh, We are not, yeah, we're not Wall Street bros. We don't know stuff about stocks. We don't know Bitcoin. (laughs) Um, You're not going to get that kind of stuff from us. You're going to get more along the front lines of banking and how to protect your deposit accounts. We're also not going to be naming customers. Uh, we do have customer stories, but we will not be saying who they actually are because we want to protect their privacy as well. And again, we want to protect our jobs. We exactly. don't want to get into any trouble. So that's what we'll be doing. For our first episode, we're going to be focusing on romance scams. Like I said, like Tinder Swindler is something that most people know about. It might be something we cover at some point, but it's not what we're doing today. We just kind of want to ease into things. This is our first podcast. We don't really know what we're doing, but um, there's different types of, of romance scams out there. And we're going to talk about a personal story that we have about one, as well as some red flags, how to detect them, how to avoid them. So we'll just start give you off. an overview to try to help you out. Yep. So let's get into it. Let's tell our story. So where to start with this customer? So this customer was one of our wealthier customers and had a lot of funds tied up in the bank. For sure. And this customer was involved in 
one of the most common romance scams. She met a man online who said he was in another country. He was in the military, right? I think so. I think it was like he was a military guy and he was stationed in Afghanistan or some crazy stuff like that. He didn't have access to his funds because they never have access to their to funds. funds. So he was asking her to wire money out. So she was doing it. starts. And she's wiring money to Afghanistan. She's wiring money to other states. And at some point, somebody finally caught on and they were like, hey, um, we can't be wiring money to countries that might be at war or that we have problems with so they cut her off from wiring so after they cut this lady off from wiring any funds she stayed in contact with him and he was still requesting money so she would come in and hit like multiple branches i didn't she go to like different branches she would go to multiple branches in a day be pulling out like a watts of cash. Upwards of maybe three to four in, in each stop. In so each this stop. accumulated yeah. to like $30,000 in like a day that she would come through. And we found out that since she could no longer wire this guy, what she was doing was taking it as cash. And this is the wild part. She's taking it as cash. Very wild. <laughs> and she's putting it in shoeboxes and taking it to an airport and dropping it off. And somebody... At some location that they said, <laughs> hey, drop it off here, you know? Right. And I th- I feel like she was leaving it in the bathroom. Like, I, I don't I, know. It all I, sounds fishy. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that was part of the story, that she was actually leaving it in the restrooms at in the airport. The restroom. And then somebody, whether it be this person or somebody that works for or with this person, was coming and picking pick up the cash. So she went through, I think, close to a million dollars. It was a lot. Um, we did so much to try and stop this. We talked to her. We talked to family. We submitted reports, reports to the police. To we elderly abuse. Yeah, we went to elder abuse. We went every route we could possibly go through to protect this woman. And she even had her cousin, I believe it was, take her it, to it's her cousin. Yeah, take her to the phone store. I don't remember the phone place, and they changed her number. And blocked this person. And then later on, it come to find out, she actually unblocked the person, gave the new number, continued the activities to a point where she really had no money left. And she couldn't even pay her bills. She could not even pay her bills. She had nothing left. Uh, she actually, at one point, sold her car. Sold her car. For extra cash to give to this person. And no matter what we did, she would not listen. She would not stop. So... We got to a point where the bank made a decision to no longer have her as a customer. She was removed from any and all accounts she was on. They were not going to do business. And she is not welcome back. And it's unfortunate. And we would rather have a different outcome where she actually listened to us. Yeah, it's sad. It's truly sad. Yeah, it's really not how it went. And that's the kind of stuff that people can get into with these romance scams you can get into stuff like that uh you can get into stuff like catfish we all know catfish the oh, TV yeah. show people will pretend, pretend to, be. to be this person yep they will pretend to be someone else they will have fake pictures fake profile fake pictures 
Mm-hmm. You know, and then before you know it, they're asking you for money because they have some kind of family emergency or they're stuck somewhere or they're in the military and they're right. going to be asking you for that. There's also um, visa and citizen citizenship scams where somebody from another country, it's another another thing you might another see, 90 thing. day fiance, you know, exactly. and I'm not saying that anybody who marries an American from another country is a scammer. Not don't, saying that. Don't think that. <laughs> but it does happen. And we have you seen it unfold yourself. on 90 Day Fiance. So so some of the things that you can look for, I think, when you are thinking about a romance scam, um, they they meet you online, right? And then they quickly want to get off whatever app saying right you met on bumble or you met on tinder or hinge right and you're talking to them for like a week and then all of a sudden they want to talk They're to like, you on whatsapp let's talk where let's, where they can like conceal you know right they want to get an you, anonymous number whatever yep, they want to get you off that app as quickly as possible and they want to get you to something where they can hide who they truly are so if you meet somebody online and immediately they are like, hey, message me on WhatsApp or Line or another messaging platform, that should raise a red That's flag a red for flag. you. Because, <laughs> like, why, why can't they talk to you? Why can't you just where talk you to are? me like a normal person? Like, <laughs> like, I met you on Bumble. Like, can't you talk to me on Bumble? Like, is your phone going to explode if you stay on Bumble for too long? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so... That doesn't necessarily have to be a red flag because, like, for some reason, a lot of guys, like my most recent ex, and I won't name him because I don't know if he's cool with being named, but my most recent ex, I met him on Bumble, and he was pretty quick to want to get off. But the thing is, he gave me his phone number. He didn't give me, like, like, he wasn't like, let's go to WhatsApp or let's email. Like, he gave me his phone number. But I noticed this thing with guys where they seem to have, like, some kind of weird sense of shame about like about being being on an app so it's like they try as fast as they can to get you off that app and get you texting and i don't understand what that is like we're still talking either way whether you're talking to me on bumble or you're talking to me through a text message we're still texting each other so i don't get it but but it is a red flag to watch out for so not necessarily everybody that does that is going to be after your money but it is one of the red flags another red flag is you know. Sorry, I had to have a sip of my wine. <laughs> we get- yes. So, not not me too off topic, but drink. our little our dynamic is Cassandra's kind of the more <laughs> reserved, I'm a little quieter, friendly, and then like I'm the ratchet friend. <laughs> has no filter and doesn't want to filter and just says whatever I want to say. And I'm constantly getting us into stupid shit that we probably wouldn't normally do like podcasting or climbing yeah. cliffs and climbing inside of cliffs. Yeah. So that's kind of how we are. So yeah. we're going to a third dimension. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right. Which I or may not have sidetrack time, sidetrack time. <laughs> so we're in Maine and we were trying to drive into Bar Harbor from where we were staying and we had already driven into Bar Harbor before. So we knew the route. But nonetheless, we're using GPS because we're 2022 modern girls who don't know how to get anywhere without GPS. So we're 
we're driving along and I'm like, where the hell is Bar Harbor? Like we should have gotten to it by now. And we had done nothing but driven Drive- through this like desolate stretch of nothingness. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and we were driving straight. Yeah, and straight. Like, we weren't even making turns. Like, we don't do anything wrong. So, so I'm like, all right, we're going to turn around. We're going to reroute this GPS and we're going to get to Bar Harbor. And I literally, I turned around and drove for two minutes and we were in Bar Harbor. And there it is. Like, we're on the same road. You're on the same road. And somehow, just like, how did you? Like, I literally looked at Cassandra and I was like, are you experiencing the same reality right now, right now? Because how does it So anyway, that's the kind of stuff we get into. That's the so that happens in this audience. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, um, so another another red flag for you. Um, just since we got off topic, I'll just recap somebody that meets you and then immediately wants to get off the app and go to another communication method. That person may or may not be a scammer. It is a red flag. Keep it in mind. Keep you come at a, your eye. You know, up. if you come across it, I'm not saying you need to immediately block that man or woman, but it is a common tactic. Um, another thing is if you get, you request a picture and you get something that looks like it came out of a, you know, you get this really right. attractive, amazing person and it looks like the professional photo shoot <laughs> like most of us aren't really walking around Our with that average kind of, people i mean yeah. it's possible you could match with a model but come on most of us aren't walking around with headshots ready to go for any man that we meet on bump it's just not gonna right. happen so when you're getting somebody that seems too good to be true chances are they probably are so another thing that you can uh look for is love bombing love bombing is when they're immediately super into you right off the bat have the strongest feelings ever immediately right yeah right away right away you have their full attention they want to do everything with you they are planning a future with you before they even met you love you right away yeah, somebody's love bombing you may not be a red flag of scam but it's a red flag in general it's a red flag of manipulation for sure for sure yeah so that's a red flag of a romance scam another red flag they are not going to meet you they're not going to video chat you they're not going to video chat they don't want to meet you in person Mm -mm. because they're not the person that they're because they're lying yeah they're sending you pictures of a gorgeous brazilian woman meanwhile they're some fat guy from arkansas you know yeah so they're Jimmy from Arkansas. They, <laughs> they, they aren't going to video chat you. They aren't going to show their face. They aren't going to meet you. You may have even made several attempts to meet them. Oh, like the lady we were talking about. How many times did she go to the airport to pick him up? Because he was coming to visit her. And he yeah, was she would never say there. he was coming to visit and he never showed he up. He always had some kind of emergency or something that he couldn't do it. And he was never there. And that is a red flag. If somebody is so into you, but they're going to give you all the intention in the world and they love you right off the bat and you're their favorite person, why don't they want to see you? Yeah. That is a red flag. For sure. If you meet somebody online and they start asking you for money, that is... That is the biggest red flag ever. What's what's a good red color? Like, that's a burgundy flag? I don't it's even... It's like the that oldest is... red that you can think of. <laughs> I don't know what color that is. Oh, that is... 
that's that's just a massive when red someone flag. starts asking for money that's not a good thing yeah yeah no no one no one who genuinely cares, cares for you, you is going to be asking you for money especially not right after they met you yeah so if you know like you're a week out two weeks out and they're like hey i really I ten grand I really want to come see you, but the thing is, I'm in the military, and all my and funds are tied up, my and I'm funds are tied over up over in Belarus. It's, it's always my funds are tied up. Tied up in what? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. they come in, they swoop in, they act like the perfect boyfriend, girlfriend, sweep you off your feet. Right. And then before you know it's it. It's like your ideal person, and then before you know it, they're like, I need some money. And it's. And it may not even necessarily be that they're asking you to wire funds or send them checks or whatever. They they might even want you to just add them to their to your bank accounts, which is also don't do don't that. do that. Don't do that. Never do that. I don't care if you know for you know months and months at a time or even a year. Don't do that. Right. So those are some things that you can look out for. So just quickly. Um, somebody who wants to get off the app really quickly, move to another platform, somebody who will not video chat with you, someone who will not meet you in person. They always have some kind of excuse. Shoot. Somebody, honestly, who just seems too good to be true. And exactly. somebody who's going to ask you for money. All of those are genuine red flags for a romance scam. Also, um, if they are, if there's a, if there's an obvious weird age discrepancy. You know, if you see some 80-year-old man and he's got a gorgeous 20-year-old 20, model hanging off of his arm, yeah. most likely they are in love. She is using him using for him. whatever money she can get out of him. Yeah. It's, I'd like to say it's common sense, but a lot of people, they, they get wrapped up in they get the illusion. In this. Yeah. yeah they, it's not that they're dumb. It's just they're lonely. They're lonely. They're desperate. Their they emotions leave. are involved. Yeah. You know, leave companions. That's how they wrap you in. They get you in with those feelings mm -hmm. and that you really want to have somebody who genuinely has a connection with you. And that's how they reel you in. You know, they act like this perfect person. You know? Yep. And then they start just taking what they can from you. You know, whatever you have, they're going to take it. Exactly. And they, they will definitely take it. They will take it from the airport bathroom. They're take it. Airport <laughs> bathroom. So, so something. Crazy. If you find yourself in this situation or a parent, or a grandparent or neighbor, anybody that you care about, you notice that they're involved yeah. in a romance scam, say something. Tell someone. Exactly. Whether you go to the police and you report elder abuse or you just talk to that person or you talk to that person's parents or that person's friends, say something. If you're involved in it yourself and you need to go to the bank and stop you know, a wire transfer, stop any funds transfers. You need to talk to somebody. You need to confirm that what you're involved in is a romance is a scam. legit scam, yeah. Be honest. When you get to your banker, tell the tell truth. Tell the truth. You don't want to hide anything. You want to tell as much as you can. Tell as much detail 
because we are there to help you and give you the knowledge so that this does not continue to happen or happen to you again. Correct. Like, just don't just don't lie to us because right. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes you you might be getting judged. Okay, Th they might see and hear what you're doing, and you might have somebody who thinks that you're an idiot. Right, like, and they might the is wrong make fun person? of you behind your back. I'm yeah. not gonna lie; that does happen sometimes. Um, but it really doesn't matter if your banker is judging you or not. Most of the time, we're not. We're just concerned about your safety and your money, and right. making sure that you're okay. So we're not trying to make you feel bad. It's very important that you're honest with us. That you tell us everything that has happened. Right. Because at the end of the day, would you rather be a little embarrassed but be safe? Or would you rather have your pride and know that no one knows what you've gotten into, but you're slowly losing, losing all of your money? All your money and it's stressing you out. Right. And you lose your livelihood. You I mean, it your can affect health. your health. So just just be honest with us. I know it's embarrassing. I know you don't want to say it. I know you feel like a fool. But it happens a lot. Right. It happens to Don't a be lot prideful. Just, just tell us everything you can think of. Tell us everything. There's times where we might be able to get the police involved. If right. not, we can at least help protect your accounts. You know, we can, we can close your account. We can reopen you a new one with a different account number. Right. So that you don't provide that to anybody else. We can get you all new bank cards. We can get you set up with safer online banking. Right. We can help you in any way possible that, you know, and we want to. We don't want to see you get scammed. We don't want to see you go down that road. We don't want to see you eventually get kicked out of your bank because you're not listening. Exactly. And you continue to engage in some kind of fraudulent activity. So it's very important that save your emails, save your texts, yeah. show phone numbers, tell them everything that's happened. Right. What they're saying, if they're threatening you, just be honest with us so that we can help you. Yeah. We just are there to protect you and safeguard your funds so that you don't dig yourself into a hole that you can't get out of. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like said customer we were talking about could not even pay their own monthly bills right and we definitely don't want to see that happen to anybody so if we can help we would love to so with that said um you have an example of a romance scam you know what to look out for you know to go to your bankers for help if you need it so we don't want to make this first episode too long and we didn't want to get too deep into anything. We just want to make this more of an introductory thing. Yeah. So um, going forward, we'll talk about more personal stories. We'll talk about some criminal cases. We'll talk about... Do more research. Yeah. We want more details. We're going to have... You said you already set up the email. We're going to have an email. Mm -hmm. So... Our email address is too good to be true pod at outlook.com. And it's completely spelled out the way you would normally spell too good to be true. 
So it's too good to be true pod at outlook.com. If you'd like to email us suggestions for things that you would like us to cover, maybe a criminal case you'd like us to cover to talk about. There's any questions you have. Um, If there's any listener stories that you have, do you, have you personally been involved? Have you personally been involved? Do you know somebody knows who has? Do you have something interesting to share with us? Do you also work in the banking industry and have an right. interesting story? Right, you have crazy story? customer story. Do you have like, a crazy interesting story? <laughs> like, just Yeah, just send us anything. Send us anything you want to send us. And we're happy to uh, listen to suggestions or criticism. We're happy to look at different cases you cases. might want us to cover. Go into we'll further keep... detail. Yeah. Like she said, if you have questions. Right. And we... You know, we'd love to hear your stories. If you have any personal stories that you'd like to share, whether they be professional or, you know, you were the victim yourself. We'll do our best to be respectful towards you. Um, We're not going to make fun of you. We're not going to judge anybody. We're not going to judge you. Um, We're not going to use you as examples or anything like that. So if you want to send us anything, feel free to do so. We're not going to be calling anybody out. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we're going to try to be (laughs) not jerks. So anything you want to send, go for it. I know this first episode's going to be rough. Brand new to this. Yeah, we got to work out everything and see what's going to be best for us and what everyone wants to hear. Yeah, and we'll work out the kinks and... (laughs) And we'll keep going. But I was excited. Yeah. When Karami told me that there was interest in this, I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes. This is going to be good. I hope. We hope. We hope. So we're just trying to get information out there and reach as many people as we can. And hopefully it helps. If it helps one person, you know? Right. Even if we only end up with like two listeners. I'm great with that. Right. And somebody's going through an issue right now. Going through it. And you're dropping money off at the airport. <laughs> just this just, is for just you. Just say no. Say no. Okay. Just don't drop the money at the airport. So, um, yeah. So I think next time we're gonna try and cover uh, elder abuse. Right. So we go into some more details about safeguarding yourself. Right. Uh, what information not to give people. Right. And we you know we have some personal experience with that as well that we can share. We'll also do some research. You're not only gonna hear personal stories from us, we're gonna, you know, do some dive deep dives into things. Deep dives and get some good information for you. Good info so about you know, safeguarding your own accounts. Right. Know? And what to do if you become victim or you know somebody who's a victim of this, how to report it. How to report, report it. it to, to report it we're going to be going over all of that. Um, like I said, this is just our introductory. So we tried to keep it a little shorter, a little bit more lighthearted, nothing too serious this time. We didn't right. go too deep into researching anything. We're just going off of what we already know. But we will definitely be doing that. So we do thank you for listening Listening, for sure and And just yeah go ahead remember our tagline if it sounds too good to be true it is
live. It's not live, but it is recording. Oh, okay. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> All right, ready now. <laughs>